What do you guys think about the multiverse? <laughs> My brain hurts with time travel things. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out on screen. And I know it's going to like, my brain's going to be like, what just happened? And I'm going to have to watch it all like 20 times and probably still be like, I don't know what's happening, but I don't care. to the Loki After Show. Uh, this is episode six, the season finale. Um, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to also read the comments at the same time. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm your host, Mitra Pereira. And uh, we are all up late because we watched uh, Loki and we watched episode six. And we all have a lot to talk about and things to, like, freak out about. And I can't do that alone, so I've brought two awesome guests uh, first of which is Sam Willen. Sam, how you doing today? I'm good. It's late. I'm tired. <laughs> Delirious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully through your, like, your delirium, you can, like, find new ways to, like, look at time and the multiverse <laughs> and everything. And that's just, like, it's just you on shrooms, you know, essentially. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, we also, we also have Carolyn McMorrin. Carolyn, how are you doing today? I am good. I guess Sam and I are both at past our bedtime, so this should be real fun. <laughs> are you guys, are, you guys normally go to sleep really early? Yeah. <laughs> We're in bed by like nine. N- yeah. 9 a.m.? That's early. Yeah, 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 9 p.m.? Okay, that's, that's too crazy. Um, uh, are you over are... at 9 a.m.? No, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm I'm a night person, so um and like if you went to sleep at 9 p.m. you wouldn't have been, you know, like you can't watch Loki when it when it pops up, you know? No. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Have you have you two been how have you two been watching these like last five episodes? Do you just like watch it on a Friday like a normal person? Or yeah. We watch it Wednesday night uh, after work. We oh, both watch oh it yeah, it is. It. it is Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I always say confused. now Marvel messed up my weeks by putting Loki on Wednesday. because It just throws off right. my schedule. So right. I come home from the dog park and immediately I'm like, okay, we have to watch Loki now because I can't do spoilers. Right. Uh, that's the thing about Marvel is like, if you don't watch it the day it comes out, you're going to get spoiled. There's memes there's people out there doing God knows what with the, you know, uh, we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're on TikTok. Yeah. 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 I have to um, stay off of TikTok all Wednesday until I watch the episode. Right. Right. And like, there's like other things that I don't watch right when it comes out. Not Marvel related stuff, but like Luca like I watch it like a week after it came out and I missed so much of like TikTok talking about Luca. 
And I feel like, I don't know, I wish I was in on it, but I wasn't. I purposely skipped through the spoilers for Luca. Now I don't I don't know what people think of it, you know? I didn't see anything on Luca. Did you? Carolyn? No. I mean I I, no, I did. I, Maybe I'm just part of Luca I, talk. I maybe I don't know. I see I see a lot of people posting on Instagram. That's where I am most of the time. So like mm-hmm. people post like, oh, it's like 10 out of 10 or like 9 out of 10. And so that's like my barometer for how, how people are feeling about it. But yeah, I haven't seen too yeah. many people doing Luca stuff. Maybe maybe it's just me and my circle. Um <laughs> we we uh if anybody's watching this, uh you're at you're most likely watching this on volume.com slash the Keeg show. That's our number one platform that we stream to, but we also stream to other platforms like Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you can catch us there. Or if you're listening to us, you're listening to the podcast form of this show. And that is on uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google play, that sort of thing. Uh, we're all over the place with this. So um, thank you guys so much for, for watching and listening uh, we got our regulars in the audience that I do want to shout out. And we've, uh, like, Sam and Carolyn, you have missed out on five episodes of us just, like, getting upset at each other, being like, no, nah, this is going to happen. No, this isn't going to happen. This is going to happen. <laughs> and, like, the audience remembers, you know? And I don't, I, I, I hate to say an elephant never forgets, because that would mean the audience is an elephant, but elephants are majestic creatures, and the audience never forgets, you know? Um, I don't know why I equated them to elephants, but whatever. Um, there, There's a lot going on, and I think some of them are happy that I'm partially wrong, but I'm happy that I'm partially right, which my glass is half full here. I can be partially wrong, but as long as I'm partially right, I win. So what were know. you? Is that how you guys? What were you, yeah, yeah. What yeah, were you wrong so about or right about? What yeah, was your, yeah. Oh, we got to oh. know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we'll 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 get to it, and I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. we'll get to it really soon. We'll get to it really okay. soon, mostly because it was pr- pretty much the whole episode. So, um, uh, Superbeard says, "I'll gladly accept the moniker of Elephant." We got Superbeard out there. We got Vagabondage out there. We got Miss Marauder out there. Um, uh, we I saw Mars Bars out there. I saw some other people out there too. Uh, but then we had technical difficulties, so they might have been erased from the timeline. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, uh, they they got pruned. They got pruned by my horrible internet connection. Um, uh, going into this episode, you two. You were watching, you know, you, you, you've been watching Loki on your own this whole time. Uh, what did you think was going to happen going into episode six? <laughs> I, was saying, I like, yeah, Sorry. we were just talking about this. Like, I intentionally try not to have too many solid theories about where it's going to go. Okay. One, because I, I don't want to be disappointed. And then two, because I actually like, I want to get excited about it. So while I'm yeah. aware of things that people have been talking about and speculating, and I think it's fun. I try not to put too much stock in any of those things. So I went into this not really having too many expectations of what was going to happen. Okay. Yeah. That was that was the same as well. Like, I try to... I just don't want to get caught up, and we were, we were comparing it to, like, Game of Thrones kind of taught us that of, like, don't get your hopes up, don't get attached to something, because it'll go away. <laughs> right. Uh... Are you two fairly just laid back people that you're like, we'll just go with the flow. Let's not set any expectations. 
Who knows what'll happen? Something crazy will um, happen. I think the whole Mephisto thing kind of made me this way because everyone was so yeah. upset on Mephisto with WandaVision that I was like, y'all were wrong. So how about we just like care a little like less and like just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, with WandaVision, everybody went buck wild with it. TikTok was was always on with WandaVision spoilers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they wanted, people wanted mutants. They wanted the multiverse. They wanted Mephisto. And we didn't get any of them in, in WandaVision at least, right? And so yeah. uh, this time around, we got one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it also depends on, I don't know if Matt, uh, Matt's out there. He says he can't comment, but I know he's watching. Matt texted me while he was watching this episode, and he's like, "Is this Mephisto?" And like me knowing the comics, like they didn't name they didn't name this guy the whole episode. But knowing the no, comics, no. I know who he is, and also knowing who is slated to appear in like later stuff, like mm-hmm. um, like I know who he is. But it also got me thinking, like, is this kind of Mephisto in a way like mm-hmm. will they go the full route of like a red devil Mephisto or they just mm. kind of have someone take on essentially the like spirit of him you know the spirit of the character this conniving yeah. creature you know yeah I think that's I the guess, fun thing yeah. about Marvel too is you know they could go that direction it could be really cool so right um how like I don't know. Uh I don't know how to put this. Uh as, as a comic book fan, Marvel Cinematic Universe is like totally different than like the comics. But I feel like a lot of comic book fans go into it being like, I need it to be exactly the same or I expect it to be exactly the same. Do you two well, first thing, do you two have uh an affinity for the comics? Uh, we both haven't really d- dived into the comics. My husband's actually started to, um, and I I always get cliff notes from him. <laughs> just get cliff notes. The comics yeah. are sitting there. I just haven't picked him up. I've just been getting the cliff notes versions, and he just read. Um, oh my god! What what did he just read, Carolyn? You know too. Uh, oh, and you told me he got one of the. Yeah, you said he got the Infinity Saga, and then one of the yeah. Guardians because okay. you sent me a photo. Okay. Um, you guys yeah, have a I've book club like... and you didn't invite me. <laughs> we don't. She just told me what he was reading. <laughs> yeah, um, but I've been yeah. reading. I've been reading some myself rather slowly. Um, I'm trying to get through the House of M right now because I absolutely adore Wanda. So that's kind of like okay. where I've been starting. And then the Eternals really interest me. So I'm kind of reading up on some of the stuff that's like coming that I find really interesting. Um, but just starting to like dabble. And, in that arena yeah and i just started spider gwen so okay do you do you feel though that it's easier for you to go into the mcu not knowing as much uh about the comics where it's like the whole world is your oyster you don't get stuck in like a corner yeah hearing like what like my husband was telling me about infinity wars like what actually happened versus the movies, I was like, wow, I, I do like what they did, but I also like that I don't know what I wasn't expecting, and kind of like what Carolyn said, like, our hopes aren't getting up. We're just yeah. fresh-eyed, ready ready to take it all in. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, and, 
the advantage of that too is there's so many people that have that comic knowledge that immediately after it happens I can go get that knowledge from someone else on YouTube or reading an article, which is also very fun to learn that way as well, especially with some of the older stuff that we might not go back and necessarily read firsthand, but to get that, you know, knowledge and that helps build our understanding of what might happen or what could happen in the MCU. Yeah, definitely. Um, the people out there that are watching this, the audience out there, I see you. Uh, let me know what you guys thought going into this episode, because it's hard to hold. I can't hold like super beard accountable if, if I don't remember what his theory was, because everybody is so fixated on what Dimitri said. Uh, I'm going to turn it. I'm going to turn the tables, uh, around on them. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, and Lexi M884 is out there too. Um, and so, okay. So. Going into this episode, uh, we see we see Loki and Sylvie walking in. They meet Miss Minutes. Did you guys think that Miss Minutes was the bad guy the whole time? Like when Miss Minutes pops up? Because I thought like that could have just been like a twist. It's an AI. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it. But then she had this weird little devilish look to her in this episode. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I wasn't, I didn't hold her as anything, but now I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah, la last episode she was acting like a little suspicious. So I was like, mm, I I don't know about you, and like it like shocked me when she popped up. But then I was like, once it like she was there, it's like I can I can see this. Yeah, um, and then Miss Minutes though then then Miss Minutes starts talking about a he right, like he who remains. And mm -hmm. at that point, I'm like, could it be? Because okay, so my my theory now we're finally at the point. My theory. Go like from last episode was my theory was like I wouldn't be surprised and I I didn't I didn't bet the farm on this but like I was like I wouldn't be surprised because uh, the actor uh, Jonathan Majors he's gonna be an Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania as King the Conqueror and with everything this show has been leading up to I was like I wouldn't be surprised if he is the big bad but at the very least he appears at the end of Loki. Maybe he's not the big bad, but he appears at the end of Loki. But I wouldn't be surprised if we had him. And then people out there said it would be a waste of an, uh, like, it would be like a letdown to just show a character that hasn't shown up yet. And then I was like, I don't know. You could show a character who hasn't shown up yet and then have him explain things. And it could still be a good episode, which is essentially what happened. Yeah, yeah. I saw that theory floating around. Like, it can't be Kang at this point because... It's you're introducing a brand new character in the last episode, so why would you do that? But it right. seems like he's gonna be like a really big player just in the overall MCU story as like as it stands now. So I feel like it makes sense the way they introduced him, you know, even though it is the last yeah. episode. But he clearly is gonna stick around for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, Marvel wouldn't do something, or at least I have this much trust in Marvel, that Marvel wouldn't do something like that. Just introduce someone just for an episode and then never bring them back. Like, there's... Right. It's calculated. Right. <clears throat> um, he brought up some really interesting things. Like, whether... I don't know what he was lying <laughs> about or what he was actually honest about, but essentially he brought up the multiversal war was because of him. Um, yeah. Did you guys follow all that? Because I'm still kind of mulling it over. 
I need to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like for the most part, like you understand it, but then it's like, it's kind of like time travel and end game. You have to watch it like 10 times and then you're like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it seems to me that like Kang is the constant in the multiverse, that each branch has a Kang and all those Kangs are just going to fight and kill each other and destroy the multiverse if there's mo if there's more than one of them um um i don't know i don't know what you guys think about all that i'm trying to also read the comments as well i got one eye here and then one eye there no, you're fine i say this is like one of those like little like comic knowledge things in this would that make him like a nexus being kind of like wanda if he's a constant in all of the like universes isn't that what a nexus being yeah. is if i'm wrong please correct me uh, yeah, I mean, they've uh, people have been using like comic book terminology for the MCU, and I don't know whether it necessarily fits because people talk about like Nexus beings being constant in every reality in the multiverse, like Wanda is in 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 the comics, but like it it doesn't it doesn't apply to the MCU until we know more about like the multiverse. Um, Superbeard is harping on me. Because I was, my multiverse theory was that there isn't a multiverse, which is what they told us in the beginning of the show. You can't blame me for for believing that. But then also, like, there wasn't a multiverse until this episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, but they I made feel it. like they made they made the multiverse. Yeah. But I feel like we yeah. all kind of knew that was coming. Was that there was going to be a multiverse at the end? That something dramatic was going to happen. Right. Like, right. I just, uh, as, as somewhat comic readers, what do you guys think about the multiverse? <laughs> My brain hurts with time travel things. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I'm like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out on screen. And it, I know it's going to, like, my brain's going to be like, what just happened? And I'm going to have to watch it all, like, 20 times and probably still be like, I don't know what's happening, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think the multiverse is too big, and I still stick to it. I think the multiverse is too big too fast right now. Like, like it worked really well with Spider-Verse. But yes. my personal opinion is that it, it doesn't always work or like, you know, um, I just I just realized that somebody else has been commenting on a different platform and I've just they've been going wild uh, and I, I didn't refer to them at all. Uh, but it will also be interesting okay. if they continue with the multiverse or if they wrap it up quickly. Like, that's the other thing, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. If like, this is like part of this phase that it just kind of wraps up and then we hop into the next thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know though. Once you pop once you pop it open, I don't like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know back? if you can get it I don't think you can get it back unless you just you do. I think that's what, what Doctor Strange is gonna try to do though. <laughs> I still, I will still stick to this. I don't know if I ever told you to, but like my theory about Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness is that it's not the multiverse. 
That's my opinion and my theory. It's because they mentioned the multiverse in Doctor Strange 1, and their comprehension of multiverse is like, there's that mirror dimension, and there's like all those trippy like mind dimensions. And like, that's what I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be, is just these trippy dimensions. But it could also be like, Benedict Cumberbatch fights like Nazi Doctor Strange or robot Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, but like, I don't want to see that personally. I don't know. Is that is that something yeah. that you want to see? You want to see like 20 no. different Doctor Stranges fight no. each other? No. No, I think I think it all depends on how they execute it. Like, yeah. which is what we don't know right now. So. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm let's see some of the some of the comments out there. Um, Vagabondage says that she likes the way he illustrated the multiverse, uh, like membranes on top of each other. So he was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is my universe. There's another universe and another universe and another universe. And they all found out about each other and thus connected them through that, you know? Um, and so, uh, uh, I mean, that was kind of a, just a cool illustration of the, of the whole thing. It was a good explanation um, of it to think of it rather than the timeline with the branches or whatever, that right. it's, it's almost like, um, not to talk about Dr. Strange, but just in other things of like mirror dimensions of where you yeah. look in the mirror, that's you mirrored off, but in their mirror, it's, and then it just tunnels out. Right. That reminded me um, that like his dark materials too where it's like they're all like parallel to each other ah yeah wait tell me about that because i've never read the books or seen the show or anything like are there parallel universes in that show sorry about (laughs) is that that a spoiler Um, is that a spoiler for it no uh i don't know not like Uh oh but Uh oh i'm sorry i was like yeah I guess if that's like the closest thing that I could like compare it to, it's like very similar. Well, I mean, it's if like you look like Mark upon each other, but like you heard Mark in the beginning, like when they did, they rolled the first, the opening scene credits of his Dark Materials. He was Hulk. That's a spoiler right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't read the books. I didn't know. Yeah, they're, they're definitely worth reading and watching. I'm so okay. yeah, that was kind okay. of a spoiler, but. Really. All right. I mean, either way, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll either not watch it or watch it regardless uh, of that multiverse thing. Um, there, But there's like, there's different types of multiverses. I don't know if you two, have you two watched Star Trek at all? Are you? A long time ago. Okay. But I watched or like, ne- Next Generation, to be clear. Okay. I don't know where the next generation, did Next Generation go into the mirror universe where there's an evil version of themselves? Yeah, because isn't that, uh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm I mean, they do it in community. <laughs> they, like, parody it in community. So, yeah, because Picard finds the, uh, like, cyborg version of himself. Okay. I, that's that's almost like a, I, I, it's been, I was a child when I watched it, so I don't know specifically. And I can't yeah. believe I'm, like, this much of a Trekkie, but. <laughs> yeah. There, so basically, there's like different types of multiverses, right? Uh, Vagabondage in the comments brings it up a lot, and she she goes really into 
into the different things. She's saying there's three major theories. One is the brain theory, like in his dark materials. One is the many worlds interpretation, like the tree that we think about the branching off. And then one is eternal inflation, like bubble universes. So I don't know the bubble universes, but basically like in multiverse, like sure, it could be like a choice branches off into a different reality. But then there's like the universes stacked upon each other, never touch. They're off doing their own thing, regardless of what other universes are doing. And then, you know, they're parallel that way. So they could be totally different and branch off from a choice, like from a choice or not from a choice. And I don't know. It's like infinite possibilities. Um, and so Vagabondage says Marvel's using like two of them. Hmm. I don't know. We shall see. Um let me pose a question to you two, though. How did you like the villain? If we can call him that, I guess we can. It's it's Jonathan Majors. We never hear his name. Um, they don't even put his name in the credits. Um, are we are we still? Okay, no, yeah, we're still alive. Uh, we we never see his name in the credits. It is Kang the Conqueror. This guy right here, and um. How what what did you guys think about him? <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> right. Like, he God, it's just constant movie references or show references with us, but he reminded me of Ambrose from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the chilling adventures mm. of the Teenage Witch. Like he was just this like, chaotic energy and he was just so sporadic. Yeah. And that was just not what I was expecting from a big baddie. And yeah, someone controlling the universe. Yeah, he's kind of right. a, a little, little, little sassy. Um, I, I watched Lovecraft Craft Country, so I'm like familiar with him from that, and it's such a different role than he played in that. Yeah. Um, I thought he did like a phenomenal job in both, and I really liked what he did in Loki. It's like you don't know what parts he's telling the truth, and like if he's lying, like it could go either way, and he's just kind of like a little crazy. Um, uh-huh. I really liked it. I thought he did a really good job and I'm excited to see more of him and and to see if it's like a similar iteration of the character that we get moving forward or if it is going to be like different versions of this kind of character, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a couple of things I see in the comments that like, I don't know, I don't know what to start off with. Miss Marauder says that Jonathan Majors was chewing on the scenery and that she adored it. And he was kind of scenery chewing. He was just being like, he's eccentric. Like yeah. he's like gonna gonna be kind of wacky, but kind of subvert- subversive wacky. Um, but like su- like Superbeard is saying, like I don't know whether I agree with Superbeard out there. That seems like conjecture. So Superbeard is saying this character was technically not Kang the Conqueror. He was a variant that never became Kang the Conqueror. That being said, they're all Kangs. They're all the same, like, and also we don't know whether he was ever King the Conqueror. He was the last final king. He conquered, he killed everybody else. He destroyed all those timelines. So I don't know. I would say that makes him King the Conqueror. I don't well, know if we're he splitting hairs here. said that he conquered he, things. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. he didn't necessarily say it was his name, but he's like, I conquered things. So I'm like, if you read right. between so, the some lines. Some me as a conqueror. Right, some know me yeah. as a conqueror. Some know me as this and that. Uh, yeah. That versions of him were sometimes called conqueror. Yeah, 
But he wasn't saying that he wasn't a conqueror. I don't know. We're we're gonna <laughs> someone's gonna have to rewind that and give me a, a printout of that. But I would argue <laughs> that that's the same. Uh, I mean, that's what King I think is, out of it. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, it's it's like saying like. I don't know. I had a I had something smart in my head and it kind of slipped out my ear or something. Well, until Kevin Feige makes an official statement about who he actually is, we'll just we can just right. keep assuming who we think he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um he his his name at least in the comic books is Nathaniel Richards, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's a ancestor of Reed Richards, but also maybe also a Dr. Doom, uh, sorry, not an ancestor, but descendant. So where, where Mm -hmm. Mr. Fantastic and Doom's bloodlines like mixed together somewhere in the future. And, uh, Kane comes from that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but this guy's dead now. So any other versions of him, like, do you think we'll see like different, different personalities? Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna see we're gonna see his his wide acting range of different personalities, different variants of him. Whether it's this quirky one or a subdued one, an actual big baddie that is I don't want to say like Thanos, but just has that more like kill everything, actual conqueror. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm just I I I don't know whether I'm speaking for you two or whether. I'm I'm trying to speak for all people who are who are uh, interested in this thought. But if you've seen Lovecraft Country, he takes off his shirt a lot, or or he has really short sleeves. Um, are we gonna just get like shirtless Kang, just like being ripped, walking around all the time, all greased up like he was in Lovecraft Country? Is that? I don't know. I'm just saying the Marvel like the MCU needs more female fans. So, all right. But they they currently have Thor. Like if they can't get female fans with Thor, like I I look I I used to be a Chris Hemsworth fan, but like I'm I'm putting my boy Jonathan Majors up against Chris. I like Chris. I'm just saying. Uh, Chris is out. Jonathan is in. <laughs> I mean, maybe you never know, you know, Marvel does like to do those shots with their leading men. So I doubt right. it's going to be HBO level, but, you know, that's not a right. question. Right. Um, uh, Vagabondage says, oh, he's in Lovecraft Country. That's next on her watch list. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I liked Lovecraft Country. I thought it was I really good. I need to watch it. It's a mindfuck, though. Yeah. It was, Especially, like, the last weird. couple episodes. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. I didn't realize what it was, and I was like, every week I was like, what is happening? And then I kind of got towards the right. end. I was like, okay, I like, like I see what you're doing. I get it now. I the space. For a while. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a there's a quote unquote, and that doesn't really explain enough. But like, there's a space episode, quote unquote, that I I was like, I don't know what's going on. It was so weird. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Superbeard says, I love that H.P. Lovecraft was a massive racist. Not that he loves that he was the massive racist. So they made a show about his uh, his stories with a POC cast. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. Um, and so uh, 
how sad was it with Loki and Sylvie? Like, how sad was that whole thing? It was, like, really sad. Sylvie can't trust, <laughs> and Loki can't be trusted. And, and that's where they part ways. Him. Yeah. She kicked him out. It was sad. I was like, I felt so bad yeah. for Loki. Yeah. They kissed, that though. Was... <sighs> that was weird. <laughs> That was, was really it weird? Frigid. How do you... Yeah, I okay, didn't how... feel like, I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, how weird is it? Ta- uh, let us know your opinions because we haven't talked about this. Is it weird so, for Loki to kiss Sylvie? For me, like the kiss between Kylo Ren and Rey weirds me out. <gasps> it's like that level for yes. me. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I think it was so like, oh, was, yeah, you just cringe down to your soul. You're like, yeah. why? Like, with yeah. the whole blanket scene, I was like, what is. Don't do this. Please don't do this. This isn't right. Like, it's just... I... I get... I don't like Kylo Ren and Rey. I've never liked that. I've been shouting it from the beginning. I'm not a fan. Um, And I'm not saying I'm a fan of this per se, but does that... Why does everybody think of, like, Loki and Sylvie as, like, siblings? I don't think they're... They're they're not siblings, right? They're not siblings. It'd be weird if they were siblings. That's weird. Right? No, I don't. But, it, it's not weird because, like, it is. I hate that, like, oh, it's they're like related. No, it's a version of themselves. It's basically just self love. But we didn't need this romance in this. Okay. <laughs> Whatever this was, I just. Yeah, I think they could have done it, but without like the kiss. And I think because it's like it's like a version of Loki, and like I understand where they're going with it, but that just it wasn't necessary to the story. And it's just like you, you could have done it just a little differently. Yeah, Miss um, Marauder out there says I wanted to be horny, not sad. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, true. Uh, uh, I mean that's a lot of a lot of, a lot of people. Um uh 2020 was just horny and sad. That was just that was that year. Uh we're in 2021. Hopefully things will be different. Um Some are saying some people are saying that she faked the kiss just to push him through the portal. Was that kiss real? I mean, after she did that, like, that was what I was, like, thinking, that she just did it because she, like, knew how he was feeling, and she just wanted to get him out so she could do what she wanted. It was still a little weird. It was, I I just don't approve of it. What, why, (laughs) Sam, why, Sam, why don't you approve of it? Tell, tell us. You're, it's like, it's like Grandma Sam being like, I don't approve I don't approve of this this coupling. <laughs> I object to the wedding. <laughs> I no, I don't. I, it's not even that I want Loki for myself. I think it just goes like Carolyn. Carolyn knows this, <laughs> and I'm so sorry to everyone. But you'll get get a glimpse of our relationship. <laughs> I when we were <laughs> we were talking in the middle of the night one night and she said something about like we were talking about the next I was talking about next boyfriend and I had said like oh like she's like oh it's not true love I went true love and I started laughing because I'm the one that's married and I had such an aversion to the word true love 
<laughs> so it's just it's ironic coming from the person that's married but yeah i don't like the love story in superhero things like i just it's okay it's a weird it it for me it just shouldn't be there and i i know it's in a lot of them like it's in the original spider-man it's in x-men it's in it's just in so much i just it ruins things for me <laughs> i just i like i just want i just want the action but i want the story i want i want I don't need it to be muddled up with these feelings. Put the feelings right. Away. <laughs> that's that's interesting because I do have a I do have an opinion about that. Carolyn, do you have an opinion about that? Um, I think there are some that I like, and there are some that I think are unnecessary. Like Wonder Woman mm -hmm. two, for example, I felt that was completely unnecessary for who Wonder Woman was to continue that love right. story into the second film. Right. I think there are places that it works, like Tony and Pepper are really great, but it's really well That's integrated fine. into the story. And it doesn't, I think that the difference is for me, it doesn't feel forced. Like it has to feel really like natural in a sense. And like the, their like love, whatever, I don't know if you want to call it a love story, it's very weird to call it that. Um, like, it, just, it felt very heavy-handed the way they were doing that. And that's when I don't love when they include love stories in and just anything in general. It's not just superhero right. movies. It's just, like, my feeling about it in, like, anything. If I feel if it's, like, really heavy-handed, I'm like, I don't like it. Like, just let me feel how I want to feel organically about it. Right. Uh, Superbeard asks, asks, who hurt you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> we ask her that all the time. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about those times. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a pruned timeline. Yeah, we got rid of we got rid of that yeah. variant. Yeah. We don't poke the bear. Yeah. Uh here here's my opinion. I think that for the longest time Superhero stories, whether they were in comic books or whether they were in movies, have, have been white male protagonists. And those characters always deserved their love interest, right? Like, they deserved love. Like, they deserve it. They didn't earn it. They didn't, like, like have to sacrifice much for it. Maybe sometimes. But, like, for the most part, like, they were, they were allowed love. They were... Like, that was their allotment, you know? And, like, even, like, characters like Tony Stark, who's just kind of a shithead of a, of a, of a human being, like, Pepper is into him, like, for whatever reason. Like, he's a toxic man-baby of a, of a, of a genius. And, like, it's just so happy. Like, he had, like, oh, I'll take my secretary. That's who I'll take. And, like, so, I mean, even in Marvel, like, the first two phases is just all white male protagonists, that by the time we get to like our female heroes, we're like, oh, well, the female heroes don't need a man, uh, or we feel like they need to move on past that. But it's like we also haven't seen like a female hero have that male counterpart, like Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor, uh, which I thought is a great reversal of like the common tropes, right? Where Steve Trevor doesn't have any powers, he just does what he has he can to help. Um but then you get like, uh, 
what was some characters? I mean, you'll see people pop up like, does Black Widow need a love interest? Because uh, did we we all saw Black Widow, right? Uh, does Black Widow need a love interest? I like she didn't, but I heard they cut out a scene with her and uh, Mason, who was uh, OT for, uh, for Benley's character in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's I understand that like she doesn't need a love interest, but I also think that it's quite coincidental that love interest was a man of color that they made they cut, you know. So it's like this multiple layers of like, oh, okay, I guess this is where we get to decide, like, she doesn't need a, need a love interest because that's better than pairing her off with him. That's the way I saw their, that in it. Um, so when it comes to Loki, though, I think I think Loki doesn't need love because he hasn't had love. I feel like that's part of the character, right? I mean, I agree. Are we, he definitely needs love, but like... He does. <laughs> It's weird. But he needs to like love himself first. I mean, that's technically. Wasn't that kind of? Yeah, that was kind of what it was, right? But we didn't need the awkward blanket scene. We didn't need the kiss. We just needed just something else. (laughs) Um, Miss Marauder is getting mad at me. She's saying they threw Black Widow in as a love interest for every MCU movie she was in. I agree. They did Black Widow dirty. Uh, like, she was the love interest in every single movie, whether it's, like, she was, like, a like a whatever character in Iron Man 2, or she was, like, like flirting with Steve in Winter Soldier, or she was with the Hulk in Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, uh, 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 like I get it. She doesn't need a love interest, but it just, from a different point of view, it just sucks. Um, but well, to, uh, to like Miss Marauder, like to hop off of that, like yeah, they they wrote her like you're. She's the only girl in the group, so everyone's gonna like fawn after her, and I right. I don't like that because it just it just paints us in a bad picture or paints you guys in a bad picture that you're just going to always fawn over the one girl in the group. Like, I hope we're all more mature than that, but. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I would hope. Like, yeah, we're not in high school. I guess we're like, right? We're not in high school anymore. Yes. So it's like the, you know. Why? uh, um, Well, yeah, it's like the difference between like with like Wanda and Vision. It's like their relationship was built over the course of like several films versus Black Widow, where it's like, oh, she just gets stuck with whoever she's in a movie with, you know. I like the things that are like the natural progressions that make sense in the film. Right. Um, Black Widow is a whole nother discussion that we're we're doing a whole nother episode on on Sunday. Uh, uh, But like, uh, wow, people are getting really uh intense in the comments uh okay so uh uh miss marauder says the fallacy that you have to love yourself first is so toxic uh miss marauder says the head writer for loki drew inspired directly from the before sunrise trilogy for loki and sylvie which is all about falling in love quickly and strongly uh it's Okay, so it's it's going crazy. Ms. Marauder also ends, you don't have to love yourself to be capable of loving someone else. 
they're talking about being hopeless romantics. Stupid is talking about percentages of love. And I can't, I can't like, I can't like where, uh, you, uh, Superbeard is his thesis is you have to love yourself 100% before anyone can show you a true love. And I don't know, I don't know where I stand on this. Because I don't want to say that, like, until you're a perfect human being, you cannot love. Well, That's we're never going to be perfect human no. beings. Right. You can never get You have to that. love yourself 100%. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, are we going to talk about love? This is this is love line what? right now. I was like, wait, what right. just happened? This is wait, late night. Call into the show and give us your <laughs> relationship <laughs> questions, and we'll help you. Right. And uh, we'll tell you what love really is. <laughs> this show went. Yeah. This took a very but, odd branch. It's, yeah. It's because it's you and I, Sam. This is literally how like any of our conversations happen. Um, but I mean, I think that is also toxic thinking too, because then someone is thinking well, no one is going to love me until I love myself 100%. And we're all works in progress. Like, we're never, like, we're always going to have thoughts that are like, well, I doubt this, I doubt that. Like, you know, today I'm having just, like, a crappy day, and I just, like, feel like a piece of shit. Um, but then there's days where it's, like, you feel really great. So it's, like, as long as, like, you love and accept yourself and you know that you are growing every day and working to be better, like, I think that's what matters versus being, like, 100% like loving yourself. I like, I, I don't, I don't know how to like say that. Right. I think that part of loving, I think like loving someone else is, is easy quest quote unquote. Like you can have like a one directional love for someone and, and like care for someone, for example, an absentee father or something and whatever. And that's not reciprocated. Uh, but I think to have like a healthy reciprocation, uh, uh, perhaps you got to hope that you are worthy of love. Otherwise, things get like really weird where you like push away people because you don't feel like you're worthy. Um, but these are all very like specific situations. And I don't think we can say one way or another or break it down into percentages like Superbeard is in the comments. <laughs> no. Uh, but are we at a con like are are you two at a consensus that like Loki and Sylvie should never have been a thing, or that it shouldn't have been a thing now, or that they forced it and it should have gone slower? I I just don't think the kiss was necessary. That's the only thing that I don't like. Yeah. Like I think the progression of him, like I think what I took from it is he's learning to care actually because you know he hasn't gone through. The dark world and then you know ragnarok and infinity war like he does that's never happened to him so he's learning to care genuinely about another person who just happens to be himself and i think that's more what i took from it what i really liked from it um and he like wants to trust her and he wants her to trust him and so then that's where we get to at the end of the episode i just don't think the kiss was necessary like that was more my thing but i, I think the relationship overall was like a really good progression for loki and him yeah. learning a different part of himself Mm. yeah it was just a different journey rather than all the other movies he's gone through yeah or movie mo the movie version we saw of him this is just him growing and learning and i think that's fine i think their friendship is fine yeah i just at the end of it i didn't need the kiss i didn't need again i'm gonna go back to that stupid blanket scene i didn't need the blanket scene where it's just, it looked they look like teenagers like 
Oh, I'm gonna like try to put my arm around you. Oh, I'm cold. Give me your jacket. But they're kind of, they're kind of like teenagers, though, right? They kind of, like they both are. of which I haven't, think... like they're both early on in their romantic development, right? So, like, okay. like, like the 15 year old in me is like cringing, like, oh my god, I remember being in that situation. That was really awful. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> like we we got away with this. That's weird. <laughs> But yeah, but I think that um, moment for Loki where he was like, he's like, I just want you to be happy. Like, that's not something that Loki would ever do. Like, that's a big moment right. for Loki. And that's more what I take from it. Yeah. Something that I've been been saying uh, a lot about a couple of different things, but this show specifically, is that like when you take these mastermind villains that always have a plan or a strategy and you take them out and they like can't develop a strategy, you see how they like squirm. So, like, we saw that with Zemo, and, like, we were like, what's his next move if he can't create a next move? Loki's a very similar uh, character. Um, but then we also, like, see that Loki didn't grow up with much love, and he, like, whether it's from other people to him, so, like, Odin never really, like, showed that he loved him. And Thor, I think Thor loved Loki and would have loved Loki, but Loki always compared himself to Thor and thus pushed Thor away. Does that fit in with what I was saying earlier about like pushing people away? Anyway, the point being is um, <laughs> it, it's nice to see Loki like be given like something to stand on and like rest his feet for a little bit and then realize that like he's capable of turning over a new leaf being loved, making good decisions. He doesn't have to be the same Loki that he's always well, been. Like, like in the end of episode five, where she's like, we're stronger than we think we are. Like that yeah. can apply to everything in his, that's, it could be his foundation is if he just thinks he's stronger than he thinks, then, then he realizes, then he can grow and build from there. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, that's what they've been saying, like, the whole show, too, is they're, like, the Loki, like, <laughs> you don't change. You're, like, your path never changes. And then over the course of this, he's changed significantly. So, like, right. that's the overarching thing of it. Right. And let's talk about that end. What sucks so much is he comes back to Mobius in the TVA, and Mobius doesn't even know who he is. It's, it's weird. It's so weird. I don't know what it means. It means like the TVA is not outside of time anymore because like the fact that the TVA can change through no. the multiverse. No, I think he, I think he got sent to a different TVA. How, but that's the TVA has to exist out. I mean, that's possible that there's multiple TVAs for each branch of reality. I don't know, but the statue was different when he, like, looked over the edge. Yeah. It was the, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, that's like, I didn't even think of that. That's a good, good point. Because, yeah, I saw the statue was different, and I was like, oh, maybe just because he was revealed. I didn't think, like, maybe he got pushed into another timeline. Yeah, I just thought that, like, the TVA got edited, essentially. There's still one TVA, and it got edited with a restructuring of timelines in the multiverse. But then there's also, like Carolyn's saying, like, it could just be multiple TVAs in the multiverse now. 
yeah, like that that could be a well, thing. What, well, where did Renslayer go? She said she, last thing she said she was going to find free will or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go find free will. Yeah, so maybe maybe she's talking about like free willy, like the killer whale. Well, but then there was that scene right before. I, it was somewhere towards the end where it was. I always get his name wrong. Mo- Morbius, and then the Mo- Mobius. agent. There. Mobius. Thank you, Mobius. I always get it wrong. I like switch everything around. Morbius um, is the vampire. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I get them confused because they're very similar, yeah. and that is also coming out. And it's words are hard. Yeah. Um, like they were talking about going somewhere. Like he's like, "Are you ready?" I think that's what he said. Um, and so that's another reason why I was like, I feel like there's a second, at least a second TVA that that's where that Loki got sent to. It seemed okay. like they were going to go off on their own mission. Yeah. Not being allowed. Uh, Superbeard said, says that we saw our Mobius with B-15 and his tie was still askew. But when Loki found Mobius, his suit was clean and straightened. I, I want to look back and try to figure out where the shift happened, though. Because did we see Mobius and B-15 before Kang dies? And then after Kang dies, they're different? Or whether... I don't know. It seems like a Planet of the the Apes, like, ending. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, Planet of the Apes? Uh You guys... Like, that whole ending? Yeah. Uh, It seems a lot like that. Yeah, it could be. Oh, or it's, like, in the future. Mm. Huh. There's a. What questions do we still have? When is season two? <laughs> when, yeah, yeah. We didn't get a post-credit scene at all. Like we just got like, oh, he'll return in season two. Like, great. Yeah. Give me a post-credit so is, scene. Right. I'm like, is it coming before Doctor Strange? Is it coming after after Doctor Strange? Like, when when is this happening? <laughs> no. So. I I I do have a question. So when B15 was trying to convince the rest of her whatever they're called and they see yeah. that variant of Renslayer. Yeah. It, it felt like there should have been more there. And it almost felt like kind of like the Alfred Hitchcock thing where you don't show a smoking gun in the room, but you don't show a gun in the room if it's not going to be fired. Like they felt like there right. was actually something supposed to be there. Or it's, I I don't know. They're just there's something about that scene that didn't quite feel right. I don't. I could be totally wrong, but uh-huh. it just felt like something pivotal happened that they're not showing us. Is my okay. I don't really theorize, but I feel like something is there that they haven't pulled out yet. Right. Season just two. like there's something that they didn't show about B15's past. We never saw her past. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, that's yeah there's, a, too. there's like a couple holes that I'm like, wait, like why was it really necessary to show us B-15 trying to convince everyone else when in another timeline, like why was that there and yeah. such a moment and to show that variant Renslayer? I don't know. Yeah. What are the comments saying? Ah. <laughs> uh... I mean, they're talking about Renslayer and, like, the pen payoff. What's the pen payoff? That the pen was from, oh. like, a school in Ohio or something, right? 
Yeah, so that's how they found out where she was because the pen was the school she worked at. Oh, okay. And then basically what they're saying in the comments is like, why do all that work if they're just going to reset the timeline and like that can't pay off then? Like we have to be able to see that pay off and it didn't. So like Sam's right, like they have to have done something, right? We just haven't seen it. Hopefully we see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that just that scene just bugs the crap out of me because it's like it never came back into play. Right. We never saw B fifteen go back to the TVA. We like the fact that she ended up. I was just so confused. Yeah. And it, there's there's something there. And it's gonna bug me. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I think there is a line. Um, I don't remember when it happened, but like she was like waking everyone up basically the fact that they were variants. But I don't remember when that happened. Right. I remember that was like in that, that when when she was there with Renslayer, like or not Renslayer, when she was with the teacher version of Renslayer, like that other guard was like he asked her like what what's going on? And then she like tells him, right? Or we allude to that fact we like, need to she talk. told him. Yeah. 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 And then that's it, right? Yeah, I was like, wait, that's what you telling that one guard, what it, the fuck is that going to do? And then we're not bring. why show that teacher variant of Renslayer? That couldn't have been your only argument of like, look, that's, that's Renslayer, but it's not Renslayer. We're all variants. Like, right. that's not, that's not a good selling point for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Season two, Sam. Gotta wait for season yeah. two. Well, I mean, what do we what do we think what do we think is gonna happen in season two? What are we, what are we hoping for here? I want that scene to be wrapped up. <laughs> that Answers. that scene? Okay. Okay. I want that, that to be elaborated on because that made no fucking sense to me. Uh-huh. I mean I think it all depends when it comes out and what is like what happens and all the other things before and after is like like yeah. I just, I just want what answers. Like when things leave on a cliffhanger, I'm like, I can't. I've got so much anxiety just like thinking about all these things, and they don't have any answers. Like, are we gonna see multiple kinds, or you know, are we gonna see more Loki variants? Right. So, I yeah. I mean, Quantum Mania comes out 2022, and. Jonathan Majors, I think, is already filming for it. So is Quantumania going to come out first and then Loki season two? I would assume. But then if Kang is so integral to Loki season two, or is he not going to be? Like, are we just not going to see Kang anymore in, in in Loki and just have him pop into Quantumania and see the effects of that? Or is Kang yeah, going to pop like, in the multiverse have... of madness? Yeah. We have so many things in between now and then. So, like, it's so hard right. to say what we want from season two when we, we don't know how these pieces are playing out in the things that are coming out this year and then, you know, next year as well that are obviously tied into everything that's happening. Because, you know, they've said that the events of Loki are the have the biggest effect on the overall universe. We just don't know what that looks like yet. Yeah. 
Miss Marauder says, I think Kang is the big bad of phase four. It's possible. I don't think they're going to do it like they did Thanos, but it's possible that Kang is just going to, like, not going to be a one-off villain. He's going to pop up more than once. And that kind of makes sense for a guy who's a master of all time. I had a thought and it went away, so I don't. Oh, okay. Had, what would I, be I the worst? Just... What would be the worst romantic pairing? What would be the worst romantic pairing in the show for season two? The worst? I don't think we have enough characters to determine that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, some people were pushing for Mobius and Loki, and I'm like, I don't know. That's not. I thought no. I oh, thought Mobius and Renslayer. They were gonna put something there. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I feel like they would make some logical sense since they're very yeah. good friends. Yeah. Um. I would like to see B fifteen fleshed out a little bit more. I'm not saying I'm not saying she needs a love interest, but oh, she's also in Lovecraft Country too, and like, mm-hmm. um. And uh, uh, I'm not saying she needs a love interest, but I'm not against that. Like, pair her up. But she needs you know? to be more more forefront. She needs to have a bigger role and be on screen yeah, more. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, mean, I think she's like underutilized. There's, I th- feel like they're setting her up, though. Like, why, like, the way she was just part of every episode and how she was just tied into everything feels like she's going to have more. And that conversation with Mobius before the end is like, okay, she's, she's pivotal in trying to wake up everyone. So she's got to be pivotal in season two. Yeah. What did she see? What was her past like? Who knows? We also need to see Mobius on a jet ski. We do. (laughs) Have you seen, have you seen the Luca the Luca like artwork, but with Mobius, yeah. Loki, and Sylvie. Oh, yeah. they're so cute. Yep. Um, I need that to happen too. Yeah. Yeah. We need um, those variants to come up. The the Luca verse. The Luca verse yeah. variants. Yeah. Anything is possible now, I guess. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how crazy they're going to get with this multiverse thing, but I guess we shall find out soon. If, if, if Spider-Man has to do with the multiverse, I hope it doesn't. I hope the new Spider-Man doesn't have to do with the multiverse. Uh, but, uh, why? Uh, cause I don't think he, uh, Spider-Man's net, like the multiverse is necessary for the MCU Spider-Man. I would rather see a good Spider-Man three where he's on the run from the cops and maybe shield but maybe shield would be on his side i don't know but he's on the run he can't go home no way home right like maybe have craven the hunter which i think sony's doing a craven movie so that wouldn't work but the point being is like there's so much more to spider-man than the spider-verse but because the movie spider-verse was so good they were like that's what spider-man's all about multiple versions now and it's like well what about like the one that we have like can we just focus on making him good you know? I know, they're just getting Spider-Man right. Let's not do him dirty. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, please, because, please don't mess them up. Yeah, because when we do multiple ver- multiple versions, then we start being like, well, 
then like let's just grab Uncle Ben from this universe and a Tony Stark from this universe. Like, why not just like just grab different versions? I don't know. Multiverse opens up too many like a can of worms, you know. Um, I don't know. And then there's people with, who are gossiping about what the new Spider-Man movie is all about, and I don't, I don't, agree, I don't necessarily believe most of the rumors about No Way Home. So. Yeah, we'll that's see. where I go go back to people get so hyped based on theories that people are putting out there and then they leave and they're like, well, it sucks because it didn't have X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, no one ever promised you X, Y, and Z. So yeah. why are you why are you mad? Right. Nobody promised Mephisto, but people got upset yeah. Mephisto was not in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh I'm trying to read some comments as we finish up this episode. Um, thank you to everyone out there who not only watched uh, uh, episode six of, of Loki, but also like hopped on to watch uh, episode six of this after show uh, where we were talking about it. I mean, it's been really cool. We we did one for WandaVision. We did one for Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're, we did this. We just finished this one for for uh, Loki. And then when what when what if comes out, we'll probably do one for what if and Hawkeye when that comes out. And if you've, no, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Black Widow, the, the post-credit scene for Black Widow, I'm just saying, like there's a lot to come with Marvel. So I'm like really uh, excited and looking forward to um, uh, uh, what's to come. Um, thank you to everybody out there who's been watching. Thank you to Sam and Carolyn for, for coming on the show. Um, Sam, what are your so what's your social media? Where can people find you? Do you have anything to plug? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? So I on Instagram and TikTok, you can find me at body semantics. It's B-O-D-Y-S-A-M-A-N-T-I-X. I do a lot of uh geeky themed workouts. Uh you can actually see Carolyn in my WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> she sacrificed her body for both of those in one day. <laughs> they were awesome. Uh, those two are actually up on YouTube as well, but that's under uh, the Micro Squad. And we same uh, social media handles for those as well. You can find them. Um, I think what's really cool about all those workouts is all the, like, the different themes. So like, uh, uh, wait, have you done a Loki one? I was waiting till tonight to, I've got like four moves written down, but I was waiting for this episode to finish so that I could pull anything relevant from here. Okay. Um, uh, so I'm like hoping if I can, if I can get my shit together, it'll be Friday, but I also am co-writing like at simultaneously writing Black Widow because I was also waiting for that. Oh, so, okay. And I have, both playlists done and I have more Black Widow moves done than Loki. So you got I mean Marvel Marvel's giving you a lot to work with right now. So good yes, luck. And, and Black Widow is gonna be my kick back into uh my kickboxing class. So okay. Cause it just felt right. <laughs> yeah. She deserved yeah. something different. So that's what you heard it here first. It's uh, can you do like a red guardian workout and just put on a fake beard? Just get like a big fake beard and just do like. Actually, you know, 
my husband is like he's Eastern European. <laughs> Uh, please. So he please looks very this. Russian. <laughs> please. Can you get Mark to do that, please? Would like, oh my gosh. That would be the best. There thing you ever. go. <laughs> Look, you have to use you have to use your friends and family. Like that's really what this is all about. You oh know. God, he'd throw such a fit. Oh my god. Um uh, anyway, you, do, you do yeah, you do great stuff, Sam. So uh, I hope everybody out there is is checking out your work. Carolyn, what is your social media? What do you have coming up? What are your plugs? What do you want to say? It's your soapbox for the next however long. I mean, I don't really do anything exciting. I just go to Disney and occasionally post pictures of that. That's, um, that's but, exciting. Um, I mean, it's like my favorite thing to do. Um, I'm actually going to Avengers Campus on the 24th, so if anyone wants to follow along with that, I'll probably post on my story, but it's the tiniest Avenger on Instagram. There are underscores between the and then tiniest and Avenger, and I don't think I can spell that this late at night. It, it's all <laughs> right. as hard as it is. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's the same, same thing on TikTok, the tiniest Avenger, just without the underscores, and I never post anything on there. I just watch things um oh, okay. but yeah other than that i'm like I'm, I'm pretty boring i i do have a podcast but we've been really bad about recording that it's called pop oh. culture dish and we talk about like movies and try and educate ourselves on pop culture things so that's okay. that's pretty fun yeah i i'm looking forward to your your podcast coming back you got to stick with it there's not enough podcasts <laughs> out there everybody there really is they're they're not that, no like, we just haven't had found time to to film we have to so the next one we're recording is my favorite film is the princess bride and her my co-host is her favorite film is nacho libre um so it'll be very mix. interesting so you're I, gonna combine yeah. them the princesses nachos no so so we both have to watch the film that the other person likes and then we talk about it and I should—I know she didn't like the Princess Bride, and I didn't like Nacho Libre, so it's gonna be a really uh, okay. interesting conversation. Wait, 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 wait! Oh, oh yeah, you missed this. I—I I, I, yeah, I couldn't. I can't with her. Wait, she doesn't. She doesn't like the Princess Bride. No, she doesn't understand. It's it. inconceivable. <laughs> I mean, that's what I said, but you know, inconceivable. Well, <laughs> oh, well. I love her. Um, I give her Aya Kane powder, but I love her, so don't don't give her that. Okay. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> um, thank you, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show, Sam, Carolyn. Uh, I'm looking forward to new stuff coming from both of you. Got to get that podcast back off the ground, Carolyn. And We're Sam, got to got to get that Black Widow. Black Widow, Loki stuff. I was gonna make a pun off a of podcast like, up what? off the ground. I was like, you were, you were like, trying really hard. I saw the wheels in your head were turning. Yeah, it's late. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's yeah. Uh, uh, thank you everybody out there for watching. Um, if you are watching this, you you are watching the live stream. We do live stream to multiple different platforms. Wherever you are, please give us a like, a comment, a follow, a, a wink and a kiss or a thumbs up or whatever it is on these platforms. Uh, our main platform is volume.com slash the Keaton show. That is where we, where we draw the chat from. That is the important uh, platform to us. Uh, but if you're listening to this, you're listening to our podcast. Um, that is on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. 
Google Play. Uh, I've updated all the podcast episodes for all our different shows, so you can catch all of them there and past episodes. If you want to listen to what I had to say about WandaVision, feel free. They're up there. They're in podcast versions, uh, you know, in f- podcast format. So um, stay tuned for that. What is today? Uh, today is, is Wednesday, Wednesday, technically. We got comic talk every uh, Thursday night where we talk about the weekly releases of comics. We have the key back every Friday night where we kick back, shoot the shit, uh, whatnot. Sam, you're in this Friday's uh, key back. Yep. You're keeping me up really late this week. Yeah. That's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be like right no. now. That's 9 no. to 11. 9 to 11 no. every Friday is the key back. So, uh, I- and then this this sunday i know 9 to 11 still later than 9 i'm saying 9 is my bedtime <laughs> i know but you're, i mean thank you for for you know uh, volunteering to be on the episode um and then we're going to be talking about black widow on sunday um with some awesome black widow enthusiasts so uh we got a lot planned for this week uh thank you so much for being along for the ride and um we will do another after show for what if so stay tuned for that and uh, I'm going to go back and rewatch at least that last part of Loki right now. So I don't know about you. We're going there's, to bed. there's some, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be up anyway. So either way, uh, thank you guys so much for, for watching. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, everybody else. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Loki After Show. Take care. See you at What If. <laughs>